We're glad you're listening to Rama for Today. If there's anybody, anywhere, any preacher, any evangelist that can pray the prayer of faith and get you healed against your unbelief, then we ought to follow him instead of Jesus because he's a greater Savior than Jesus. Isn't the greater man, the greater prophet? Because Mark 6, 6 said Jesus himself in his hometown of Nazareth, read Mark 6, chapter 56, verse said he could there do no mighty work, save he laid his hands on a few sick folk, and he marveled at their unbelief. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Healing Classics, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. And then secondly, we are children of God. Well, children of God ought to act like God. Children of the devil act like the devil, don't they? Well, children of God ought to act like God. One way that God acts is he calls those things which be not as though they were. All right, now, let's read in that, in that light, in that light, you see, Let's read then Mark eleven twenty four. Here Jesus is speaking and he said, Therefore I say unto you, What things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that you receive them, and ye shall have them. Now, in believing that you receive them, you must of a necessity call those things which be not as though they were, because you don't have them yet, do you? Because he said, and ye shall have them. That means you don't have them yet. You see, here's where we fail. Most good, honest Christian people want to have it first, and then they're going to believe they've got it. Well, that wouldn't be faith. I said, that wouldn't be faith. It doesn't take any faith to believe something that you believe you have something you already got. It don't take any faith. You know it. You don't have to believe it. You don't have to believe you're here in this service this morning. You know it, don't you? Amen. Isn't that right? doesn't take any faith. Well, you see what he said now. Look at it again carefully. What things serve ye desire when you pray, not after you pray, not the next day, not when it comes to pass, but right then, the moment you pray, believe that ye receive and ye shall have. Now, isn't that simple? When is it that you're going to believe that you'll receive? When you have it? No. Before you have it, then you'll have it. The believing comes before the having. The having comes after the believing. Look at it again now. Because it takes your mind a little while to change and get renewed with the Word of God because you're thinking in a different realm, living in a different level, natural level, because this is above the natural, above human thinking. God said back there in Isaiah, as high as the heavens are above the earth, so high are my ways above your ways and my thoughts above your thoughts. And Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they're my Father's, so this is God's words and this is God's thoughts, and it's as high above the man's thinking as the heaven is above the earth. Amen. That's what the Bible said. Now, therefore I say unto you what things ever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them, and ye shall have them. When are you going to have them? 
after you believe you receive them. When do you believe you receive them? Before you have them. Then if I believe I receive before I have, I have to call those things which be not as though they were. That agrees with Romans 4.17. Doesn't it? Absolutely. Now, faith calleth those things which be not as though they were. That's what I'm talking about. What things shall you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Somebody said believing prayer always ends in the glad confession, it's mine. I have it now. Praise the Lord. Now then, uh, let's look at another verse of Scripture in the light. Look at James 5.14. And look at that Scripture in the light of what uh, the Bible said. This text here in Romans says faith is. Faith calleth those things which be not as though they were. Romans 4.17. Now look at James 5.14. Here the scripture said, Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over them, anoint them in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick. The Lord shall raise them up. And if they have committed sin, they shall be forgiven. Now here's, Someone in the church that's sick, they call for the elders, they anoint them with oil. Nothing happens, and they said, well, they didn't pray the prayer of faith for me then. Now, see, that's natural human reasoning. If they'd prayed the prayer of faith, it would have worked. It didn't work. I didn't get healed, so they didn't pray the prayer of faith. Now, first of all, your unbelief can nullify the effects of their praying. You need to get that in your mind. People have got the erroneous idea that if you're strong enough in faith and you're a man of God, you can pray the prayer of faith and it'll work whether I believe or whether I don't, whether I'm living right or wrong. But it won't. I said it won't. If there's anybody, anywhere, any preacher, any evangelist that can pray the prayer of faith and get you healed against your unbelief, then we ought to follow him instead of Jesus because he's a greater savior than Jesus. Isn't a greater man, a greater prophet. Because Mark 6, 6 said, Jesus himself in his hometown of Nazareth, read Mark 6, chapter 56, verse, said he could there do no mighty work, save he laid his hands on a few sick folk, and he marveled at their unbelief. Well, if there's any preacher alive that can override people's unbelief and get them healed, then they can be what Jesus did. We ought to pronounce him to be the Messiah and follow him. But the man that said he could is a liar. I don't mind telling you he lied. He told an untruth. He may have done it unconsciously, not deliberately, but he still told an untruth. Are you listening to me? I know you can't do that. Now, I know from experience, we used to... Uh, I pastored a good many years ago, little church not too far from Dallas here, about 45 miles, during World War Number 2. We had a dear lady in our church that was bound with arthritis in the wheelchair. She had not gotten saved until in recent time, filled with the Spirit. 
And uh, the doctors had said to her that your body will become as stiff as a board. Now, if you'd uh, rather be just straight, stretched out like a two before, well, just stay in bed most of the time, you see, and your body will just be... Or if you'd rather be in a seated position, stay in the chair most of the time. So she'd rather be in a seated position and stay in the chair. And her body was as stiff as a board in that kind of position, you see. Just like you, you could take her out of the chair and stand her on the floor. Of course, she couldn't stand up but hold her there. And she looked like she's sitting down. Her body's stiff. Just as stiff as a, as a two before. Well, uh, what's strange about this is that and yet it's not strange. Jesus said, according to your faith, so be it done unto you. Uh, in that wheelchair, the, you know, that some virus could come around, a flu or something, you know, and she and her husband never, he never missed church. He pushed her to church in that wheelchair, but, and she'd ask for prayer. You'd lay hands on her and honor her with all and pray and instantly she'd be healed without exception every single time. Virus, flu, anything like that. Yet she kept her arthritis. Well, I became quite concerned about it. We had a little prayer group. A little few ladies would meet on Wednesday afternoon at church and pray. My wife always met with them. I usually did. So we went down to Sister Tyler's house. We went down there by revelation. I mean, the Spirit of God revealed to me what to do. He did not reveal to me the outcome. I expected her to be perfectly healed. But he just revealed to me what to do. So we went down there by revelation. And we prayed a little bit, seven or eight of the ladies and myself there in the room. And again, I got my directions all clear in my spirit. And I, uh, I said to the ladies now, <clears throat> set her chair facing me. I was standing in the corner room just by the door. You came into the room, a large room. She must have been seated at least 15 feet away in the wheelchair. And face, have her to face me. Now, I'm not going to touch her. I'm not even getting around her. I'm not going to get any closer to her. Then all you ladies stand over in this corner and watch this, see, because I knew what was going to happen. I said, now you watch. Keep your eyes open. You know, the Bible said watch and pray. So keep your eyes open. And watch. Don't shut your eyes. And I just pointed my finger to her and said, now my sister, arise and walk in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, God's my witness. Those people are witness. My wife said this morning she's a witness to the fact that suddenly that woman just rose right up out of that chair, just sitting up here in the air, nothing under her. She's that high above the chair. And then this power that came on her pulled her out of the chair, and she's sitting up here, you see, and imagine this is the edge of the chair, and she's sitting out there in front of the chair up above it. The power of God come on her. If she would have accepted it, if she would yielded to it, if she would believed it, it would have straightened her body out. But instead of that, she got fearful and cried out in fear and reached back with those little crippled hands and got a hold of the chair and pulled it up under and just her flop fell down in the chair. Now when she did, without thinking, I realized afterwards, in fact, I almost turned around and looked to see who's saying it. I suddenly realized the words were coming out of my mouth. I said, Sister, you don't... I knew she's saved. I knew she's filled with the Spirit. I know she, you know, flu or virus or anything comes around. You can pray for it and she get healed. But I meant relative to her arthritis. I said, you don't have an ounce of faith, do you? I meant relative to her arthritis. I said, you don't believe you'll ever get out of that chair, do you? I didn't realize I'd said it until after I'd said it, you see. 
And she answered back just as I'm, she said, no, Brother Hagin, I, I, I don't mind telling you, I'll never get out of this chair. I'll go to my grave in this chair. And she did. Well, now, was that God's fault? No. The whole power of God came on her. We prayed it down on her, but we could not override her doubt or her unbelief. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer is the three-CD set from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, How to Receive from God. Also in this month's offer, the book from Kenneth Hagan entitled, Blessed Is, for the special radio price of $24. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. In October, we're going to be in two uh, Living Faith Crusades. That's right, that's right. October the 17th through the 19th in Scottsdale, Arizona, Desert Family Church, Pastors Joshua and Christina Pinkston. Yes. And then we're going over to Albuquerque, New Mexico, October the 20th through the 22nd to Church Alive, Pastors Mike and Sherry Safer. You can go to rhema.org for all, all the, the details. details. Hey, if you're in the area or you know people in the area, let them know about it because it, it's going to be great. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message, Healing Classics. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.